The traffic in the streets below the hotel echoed upward, pushing through the window, which was cracked open for fresh air. The city was restless. The pulse of the weekend had reached its frenzy. The customized horn of a wedding limousine blared out the identity of the newlyweds that the dark-haired woman had passed in the lobby. The sound made her want to jump, but she held herself still with practiced tension. The man, sitting in the high-backed chair, paid no attention to the tacky sound of the horn, or to her, for that matter. His eyes were busy scanning the papers in front of him, turning them over in patient, careful movements that didn't betray the slightest interest in their contents. The urge to speak, to cough, to shift her body into a more relaxed position, to pour a glass of water from the sweating pitcher on the room service tray, all hit Robin at once. She had been standing still since she handed the file to him. He didn't seem to notice. She pushed all the thoughts aside with an almost angry strength. I will be patient, she chanted inwardly. I am patience. Why don't you make yourself comfortable? His voice was a rough tenor, a singer after a grueling concert, a student at 4am. It was also loud. It broke the silence and Robin's efforts to be calm. Please, Robin said, her own voice shook almost imperceptibly. When the man looked up, she swallowed hard and continued. I'm unsure of the proper courtesy to show you, sir. He nodded. Very nice. Why don't you sit down on the couch for now? It's already been a long night. Robin nodded and sat, smoothing her skirt neatly down her lap. Sitting made it easier to relax into a more proper attitude. She took a long, softly casual look at her inquisitor. He was older than she, but had the kind of face that refused to betray its years. His short black hair was very thick and showed a slight tendency to curl, but was trimmed back so severely that Robin knew he would get it cut again soon. A sparse moustache and the vaguest of five o'clock shadows gave him a scholarly look, or, as she remembered in the dim light of the bar last night, the look of a terrorist. He wore tinted glasses in heavy steel frames. Today he was dressed in a crisply clean, long-sleeved shirt and a muted tie. His jacket was draped across the arm of the other chair in the sitting room. There was no sign of the leather jacket he had been wearing last night. He finished with the papers and stowed them neatly back into their folder. Then he sat in silence, until Robin began to imagine that she could hear the swishing sound of the second hand on her watch. The silence was as oppressive as any heavy hand she had ever felt. She wanted to bend to it. For a brief moment to her horror, a flush of shame and thrill passed over her, as clear to her interviewer as the strident horns of the taxis below. 
the corner of his mouth rose in a twitch of a smile. You're very good, he said, leaning over to retrieve his jacket. Tell me what your instinct was telling you to do. Robin's mouth went dry. She licked her lips and coughed a little to clear her throat. I wanted to kneel, she whispered. I know that, but there's more. He pulled a cigarette box from one pocket and snapped it open. I wanted to make obeisance at your feet. Robin's voice was still at a whisper. Her blush fairly glowed.